0: Hey, guys, it's Taylor Marie Wagner, and you're listening to Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Get ready for a good time.
1: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook, where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at Stay Tuned TNH. You can even email the show at Stay Tuned TNH at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. Now let's get into the show.
2: A little crowd cheering this one, Troy. I Was wondering what the holdup was there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't know we had yeah. people cheering for it. Here that? it is. Listen. <laughs> Back in the day when the Chicago Bulls were your world champions. Oh, uh, that you know what that that
0: PA announcer was just—he <laughs> was perfect for that too. He really was. Oh, he like really
2: that. was. He was. Uh, I mean. yeah
0: your world championship Chicago Bulls like, oh my gosh he was just yeah
2: I only wish I was able to attend a game when they did that back in the day oh gosh that would have been incredible oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah um, do you have any regrets by the way and oh hey by the way we're doing a podcast right now uh, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah shocker right oh, okay yeah
0: but um, see what we call this stay tuned with Troy and Howie there
2: like we, yeah let's call it that see where it goes yeah <laughs> Uh, but, um, is there like ever like, uh, a player or a team that you wish you would have seen live in
0: person? I mean, I mean, you just brought it up, right? I mean, you can't, I would have loved to have seen Michael Jordan, right? Um, Yeah. And I, to put this argument to rest, as much as I, it was cool to see him go try baseball for a little bit. I wish he wouldn't have. Yeah, I agree. Because, I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that they would have won eight straight titles.
2: Hmm. Yeah, um, I think there were some issues, though, with keeping the team together in general um, you know, from a management Yeah, standpoint. but I think
0: I think that only really came up
2: after the second three-peat, right? Okay.
0: Yeah, it's possible. Um, I don't know that it – I will give credit because Orlando did have a pretty solid team back then. And I think yeah. they might have gotten their way. Now, we know the Knicks wouldn't have gotten their way because as many times as the, the Bulls kept the, – the Bulls had their number. Oh, they, yeah. They just kept – you know what I mean? Like it They got had to the their number. They, they
2: had Utah's number. I
0: mean <laughs> – I mean – But Ewing just could never get by them. And, um, you know, so I don't think he would have been the issue. I don't think Knicks would have been the issue. I think if anybody – could have possibly given them a run it would have been Orlando mm-hmm. and uh, the year that Jordan came back um you know at the end of the season for the playoff push the the, the magic are the ones that beat them yeah um, before the next year when when the Bulls took off again and that's when they had their 72 and 10 season okay um but I I don't know man I I mean Houston was good. Um, you know, with and I think they had Clyde Drexler at that point. I
2: think he, yeah. Uh, they had
0: it. Robert. They had a young Robert Ory. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I can't remember. They had a point guard that was really good too, and he's his name's not coming to me.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. But anyway, um. Houston, Orlando, they they definitely would have given the Bulls some fits, but. I mean, you and I have talked about this before, Howie. Like there was just something with Jordan's mentality. Like, yeah. like he just he had everybody beat before they even stepped on the court. Like, and, it was- when,
2: and when you watched, and trust me, I'm not a basketball fan by any sense, really. But the reason why I watched basketball was that era. The Michael Jordans, yep. the Larry Birds, the the Charles Barkleys in his prime. And, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, well, if you think about it, the entire dream team, the original dream yep. team, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the Magic Johnsons and so forth, uh, you will never, ever, I don't care what anybody says, you will never have a better era of basketball than you did then.
0: I agree, because I, I think... I think it was a lot more of a team game then too, right? You yeah. know what I mean. Like yeah. the, I think Jordan kind of strayed away from that a little bit, um, but now it just seems like it's individual superstars on a team.
2: Well, rather they're, than they're individually, you, I mean they're they're their own um, material. You know, it's no longer I'm um, so and so playing for this team. It's now right. I am so and so, and I represent me, and I cannot get injured this year because I am my own brand. Yeah, and uh, and that's
0: yeah. It's uh, like the players became bigger than the game, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. It and and I hate hearing this, and I hear it even from fans now uh, that they are saying, "Well, it is a business. Well, you know what? It is a business, but part of that business is." Developing that community mentality that our city is better than your city, you know, yeah. and and developing that strong knit because you're not going to see that again. Uh, yeah, at least I, mean, at idea, I mean the
0: idea. I mean the idea where well you know the reason people wanted to have teams in their cities is because they knew these teams would help build their community up. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, and and they represented their community, and uh, now it's just like uh, you know. Hey, I'm going to go find two of my buddies. And uh, if you don't pay us what we want, then we're going to go somewhere else and build a championship team over there because, you know, we don't want to stay here and have loyalty. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just...
2: So, in other words, enough of, enough of uh, LeBron James is what you're trying to say. Well, I mean, he's one of them, right? I mean...
0: He is. Um, he really is. And, um, and, yeah. I don't know. It, it, it's just not the same. And um, I, I the thing I'm hearing right now... By the way, I know you know, we're a couple weeks after now we're saying this now, but congratulations to the Milwaukee bucks on the NBA championship. Oh yeah. Uh, Giannis that. Antetokounmpo or however you say his last name, you know, uh-huh. um, um, I don't get the impression he's one of them guys, right? Because I just heard an interview with him the other day and it was basically something along the lines of saying, Hey, if this is my one championship and this is the way it is great. I didn't build a super team. I didn't go somewhere to win it. Yeah. I stayed here. I built it from scratch. And we we earned what we got here. You know what I mean? Perfect. And that, yep. Exactly. Right? And that's what it's all about, right? Mm-hmm. Um it shouldn't be, you know, let's string together some guys and go build a team and be unstoppable for four years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Oh um, I, I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah, and you know what?
2: And speaking of basketball, I don't know if you heard about this this girl. And I'm gonna say girl because she's no long, she's not even near being an adult yet. But there mm-hmm. is a girl in China. I did see this seven foot four 12 right she's 14, Fourteen okay yeah I d- I've seen 14 that yeah, years see that. old seven <laughs> foot four Troy uh, yeah like uh, that I don't know if if that wasn't machine made I don't know what was
0: <laughs> but well there, I mean that, I mean I don't know if it's as possible in women as it is in men but they do say the reason for that—that that gigantism or whatever they call that—is yeah. that is that tumor that that develops on your pituitary gland, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping they're keeping an eye on that for her. Because, I would hope so. You know, yeah.
2: But uh, but it sounds because, like I mean, she's actually is, that, that, a really good what, athlete to boot.
0: Acrophilia or something like that, right? Isn't that what that's called? Or
2: um, I don't know what it was called, but I was—I don't know. I.
0: But I mean, that's what I was really giant. Had.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Funny thing, I, I don't know why I always say that. <laughs> I always say the funny thing, because it's not funny.
2: Yeah, um, the
0: odd the, thing. The odd thing is, yes, um giant hmm. was told about this, you know, a little bit later in his life, but he was told about this, and that's what was causing it. Uh-huh. And his, his, his response to this was, this is what made me who I am. Hmm. This is why I am who I am. This is what people know me as. Yeah. And if this is God's plan for me, and this is God's plan for me. And he, and he didn't want to get it removed.
2: Okay. More so, power to him.
0: But you know, current wrestler who's been compared to him a lot is uh Paul white known as the big show. And um, same thing. I mean, they discovered it when he was like 14 or 15 years old, oh. but he did go ahead with the option of getting it removed. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't
2: know. I, I would imagine I would probably do that too. I would get it removed just because I don't yeah. wanna, I don't want to think that I'm going to die sooner than later.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, your body—what it is—is is your body just doesn't stop growing, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, your organs and stuff just don't stop. Yeah, cause and, think uh, about eventually- it,
2: this girl's seven foot four; she's only fourteen. There's a good chance she's going to be in her seven foot ten range by the time she's yeah. an adult. Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean, if if she continues, I mean, especially if she continues to grow at that pace, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. So anyway, hey, guess what? We were going to keep a short show, uh, show short today, right? Of, How of, you of know? course, we of course. Whole, you know? Yeah,
2: that's what we like to do, right? But
0: <laughs> Well, let's get moving on with the uh, the content of the show. Um, as you're enjoying your vacation as we speak right now, right? Yeah,
2: well, I'm actually uh, probably en route to return home
0: Okay. on, on okay. this day. So,
2: <laughs> and boy, am I uh, tired,
0: Troy. Whew. Uh yeah, you just yeah. flew in from Tennessee, and you're our, and Boy, are you tired.
2: <laughs> well, I'm not the in old, Tennessee this year.
0: The old Ronnie Dangerfield joke, right?
2: Yep, exactly. Oh, boy, no my respect. arm's tired. No respect. <laughs> um, so let's queue up some birthday music. What do you say? I think that is a wonderful idea, and uh, this one's interesting.
0: Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Oh, yes, it's your I hope that it's
2: okay. Don't let
0: me stop your way, so a happy, 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 happy,
2: happy, happy, singing no, <laughs> if, and well, if, you, I mean, and if you would, if you think that's good singing, then uh, maybe we need to check your sound on that end.
0: Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so let's throw some happy birthdays out here today. We got uh, Jason Momoa, uh, Aquaman, right? Yes. You know, yes. The Aquaman uh, actor, 41 years old. And the guy we just spoke about two weeks ago, Julio. Coolio. Coolio. 56- 57 years old yeah
2: by the way we got a lot of good feedback about him about how we talked yeah. about him yeah it was a lot of people enjoyed uh enjoyed our talk about coolio
0: yeah well he's an interesting guy and then you know we learned a lot about him that we yeah. didn't really know um you know a lot of good charity he does and um you know just seems like a really cool guy and just you know yeah. Living Life Foods fullest What a What was his name? Artist? Was it Artist? Was that Artist. Artis,
2: yeah. Artist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember his last name, but it was Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, he had a he definitely uh has lived an interesting life for sure.
0: Uh lead singer of Counting Crows, Adam Duritz, 56 yep. years old. Wow. Uh once again
2: that age range where we're losing a lot.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um Chuck D of Public Enemy, sixty-one years old.
2: Okay, and
0: uh, two uh, posthumous birthdays. We got. Um, I guess we'll start with Jerry Garcia, right? Uh, oh yeah, not not Cherry Garcia, not, <laughs> not the Ben and Jerry's flavor, right? Nope. Jerry's <laughs> the is, this is Jerry uh, Garcia, yeah,
2: Mister Tie Dye himself, right?
0: Lead singer of the Grateful Dead, and um, you know, left a left a legacy. I mean, oh, the Grateful Dead, the Deadheads.
2: I was gonna I say mean, you uh, want to talk about a following,
0: yeah, incredible. Yeah, uh, you know, I, mean, I don't really know a lot about them, but I do know the people that are passionate about them are very passionate
2: about. Oh them. yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I um, don't follow. I don't follow the Grateful Dead too well. I mean, but there are some songs that I like. Yeah, same here. Same so. here.
0: And then the uh, the man that penned the Star Spangled Banner, Francis Scott Key. Hey. Um, yeah, born in 1779 and died in 1843. And, um, I I think the Star Spangled Banner was that written during the war of 1812.
2: Does that sound right? I know it was written during his lifetime. Yeah, um, Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Wasn't he like a prisoner on a ship or something? And, uh, wow.
2: Yeah, I don't know that much detail about Okay, him.
0: okay. I don't know. I could have my stories mixed up, but that's kind of what I'm remembering. I mean, I thought reason. he played with but, the Rolling
2: Stones at one point, but other yeah. than <laughs> that. wasn't until later. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> that was
0: Once Once the Stones found out he wrote the Star Spangled Banner, then they hired him as a songwriter. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking so, of uh, music singers and such, you know yes. how we talked about um, what's his face, uh, the guitar player from Cinderella? Um, Mark. Yeah, who? Yeah, who passed he- away? Did you know that they also lost another band member that same day?
0: No, I did not.
2: And I and now I can't. My his name escapes me. I was just listening to it on the radio the other day, and I'm like, whoa! Both of them in the same day on the same band.
0: That's and, crazy. Uh,
2: yeah, and uh, Jeff's issue was more because of alcohol, if I remember correctly. And this okay. guy, I think, was more medical. Um, okay. And I want to say it was the keyboard player. but uh, Okay.
0: Yeah, I, di- I didn't see that. Um, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, here you're right. Um, it actually says the following – well, here, okay. On well, July fourteenth, 2021, it was announced that Jeff Lebar had died at the age of 58. The following day, it was announced that former long-term long-term touring keyboardist Gary Corbett also died on the same day. So,
2: yeah, isn't that something? That is something. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of stuck out mm-hmm. when I heard that. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And the poor that's... guy didn't get any credit. <laughs> you know, it was all about the, uh, the Jeff, you know? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, because I guess Jeff was a member of the band where... I mean, I guess you could say that this Gary Corbett was too. Yeah. But he was only... When like when they would go on, on tour tours, and stuff like he yeah. was a touring member yeah sure. so. so that's probably why he didn't get as much credit or notoriety or whatever I but uh, still still a sad story you know what i mean uh-huh most definitely um so let's see what comes up with our discussion in our on some uh on you know this day in history here a couple things
2: yeah
0: um this this one i thought was funny because uh, i read a little article uh, in 1774 chemist joseph Priestley discovered oxygen because it wasn't there before he discovered it <laughs>
2: Yeah, I guess what uh, I mean would you – I don't know. Even back then, like how do you even discover the chemicals that make up oxygen?
0: I don't know, but it, what it says here is um, he uh, he's historically been credited with the independent discovery of oxygen in 1774 by the thermal decomposition of mercuric oxide, having isolated it. Oh. So, yeah, what that means, I don't know. <laughs> but here's the funny thing that I thought was uh, interesting is uh, although Swedish chemists – Carl Wilhelm Scheele has also strong claims of discovery. Priestley published his findings first, so therefore he found it first. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> you know? Wow. Oh, uh, that's funny. Oh, my but, uh But, yeah, Joseph Priestley um, was born in England, in Yorkshire, England, and uh, oddly enough, ended up dying in our area here in Northumberland, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, in um, Northumberland, is that,
2: is that around where Knoebels Grove is, the amusement park?
0: Well, boy, you're putting me on the spot, Howie. I don't know. <laughs> I want to say it is uh, in the same county. It kind of, according to the map I'm looking at, it kind of puts me in that area. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's it's right above Dauphin County. Yep. Northumberland County is right above Dauphin County. Okay. So. Yep. Yep.
2: That makes so sense. that
0: that would make sense. Okay. Um. So what else do we have here? Um. We have uh, okay. This one might lead to a little bit of discussion here. In sure. 1794, was the Whiskey Rebellion in Western, oh, Western Pennsylvania? Yeah. So I don't know much about this. However, I know you know you have a little bit of a history with some whiskey stuff. So, yeah. uh, um, yeah, well, n- I and mean, not from Tip the Elbow.
2: No, no. Although occasionally I might have a, a, a glass or two. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when it comes to, you know, during the Whiskey Rebellion, you know, there were a lot of places, including like Jack Daniels, who, um, you know, who obviously had to Distillery back in the day, uh, yeah. Jim Beam, and um, and the one thing like especially if you go down in Tennessee, you can mm-hmm. actually see where a lot of the moonshine distilleries were during okay. prohibition, for example, uh, mm-hmm. because you'll actually see like the tree trunks are all black. Really? Yeah, and uh, and it's kind of all soaked in from the ground and on up, you know, because they obviously put their stuff in like caves and and such. Mm-hmm. And you can actually tell just by looking at the trees where some of these distilleries were, even to this day. That's incredible. It is, and if you go into like a, like you go down to um, oh, for the life of me, I can't remember what town it is, um, Lynchburg or something, Tennessee, where Jack Daniels okay. is. Uh, okay. You know, you'll see in that area where the distillery is, you'll see a lot of those trees with that black soot-looking look to it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, you know, that it's, makes
0: it's me, describing this now makes me think of uh, a story I had heard, and I, I believe it was one of the legends of Bloody Mary or something like that, uh-huh. and um, the, the legend was uh, there was this tree, and it had these black markings around it, and that this lady uh, studied witchcraft, and she mm. was burned to the tree. Like, that was how they killed her, oh, they burned wow. her to the tree, and, and to this day... There's still black markings on the tree and around the tree and such, and it just made me think. Now I'm like, okay, did they actually do that, or there's some sort of distillery around yeah, there, right? And that's why those <laughs> black markings are interesting. There, right? you know? Interesting, yeah, yeah. So and
2: um, and what's interesting, especially about Jack Daniels, to this day, uh, that town does not is not is a dry town. They don't sell any alcohol. Really? Yeah, yeah. How weird wow. is that?
0: That is weird.
2: Yeah, so what Jack Daniel's does to get around that is they sell alcohol, they sell their whiskey. Or actually they don't sell their whiskey. They sell um they sell souvenir bottles mm-hmm. with free whiskey inside it. Get out of here. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so, great. That's great. Yeah, but but they don't have any bars or anything in that town, because it's a dry town, so you're not even... Incredible. Which, yeah, it just amazes me. Like, what kind of profit could that town make just by
0: that? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, wow. <laughs> so, uh, let's jump forward to almost 100 years, uh, probably about 75 years. <laughs> sure. Uh, 1867, right after the Civil War, right? Oh, yeah. Um, blacks voted for the first time in a state election. Okay. And that was in the state of Tennessee. So, wow. Um, yeah. So speaking of Tennessee, there we go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in 1876, Colorado became the 38th state. You know, Congratulations. Yeah,
2: Colorado. <laughs> uh,
0: here, here was one I thought was pretty interesting. Um, in 1932, so I guess this would have been FDR years, is that right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, okay. Uh, the George Washington quarter went into circulation. And uh, huh. it's still around to this day, so.
2: I wonder how much the 1932 quarter is worth. Ooh, twenty-five cents, probably at least, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, A um,
0: couple interesting things uh, in the race world. Yeah. In 1964, Dan Big Daddy Garlitz becomes the first drag racer to run the quarter mile at over 200 miles per hour, and wow. he did that at Island Dragway in New Jersey. At a speed of two hundred and one point three four miles per hour. So think of that. Nineteen Mm-hmm. Over two hundred miles per hour. That's so, uh
2: Yeah, that that's that's in that's insane. Now, let me ask you this, Troy. If you were I don't know, you were at a a, a dragway or a run strip somewhere. And they came up to you and said, "Hey, Troy, um, would you have any interest of uh, riding in this car that goes 200 plus miles per hour? Would you do it?" Oh my god! <laughs> I don't
0: know. I, I mean, I, I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I would either. And and I'm kind of rush, an adrenaline right? rush seeker, so. Uh, a rush. That would be a rush. That would be a rush. And I, and I can only think of, I actually did this on a motorcycle before, by the way, where I was on route 83, which is a pretty busy highway in Pennsylvania. It goes from, you know, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, all the way down to Baltimore and beyond. Yep. And, yep. uh, and I was on route 83 on a motorcycle doing, I had it up to 130. you Really? I did. I did. And, um, and I can just remember even then, like I had my helmet on, but I can see mile markers just going boom, boom, boom. And, and it, I'll tell you what, that was a rush. Uh, I will never do that again, by the way. Uh, yeah. But it was one of those things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. But it, all it had to happen was one car pull out and I would be dead.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know? Or, or whatever. Yeah. we'll run out in front of you, whatever. Yeah. Right? Like,
2: Yep, and yeah, this was like crazy. around 4 o'clock in the morning, uh, I forget. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so the highways were empty, but yeah. it was still scary. Let's just put it that way. It wasn't something I should have done.
0: <laughs> right, right. But I
2: can't imagine going another 70 plus miles per hour. Um, I know, that's
0: incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Um, Without a doubt. And then uh, one more thing in the racing world is in 1971 – this kind of blows my mind, actually. Um, yeah. Richard Petty won the Dixie 500 in Atlanta, Georgia, to become the first NASCAR driver to win a million dollars in career earnings. <laughs> okay. Career runs, Career,
2: right? yes. And uh, we were joking around Just earlier.
0: <laughs> you guys win a race now. You win a million dollars for one race.
2: Yeah, yep. And I even joked around. They probably get a million dollars per lap, some of these folks, depending on their sponsors.
0: Oh, my gosh. It's just incredible to me. Um, You know, just shows you how much sports have changed. You know, talking about basketball at the beginning of the show and uh, and now, like, something with NASCAR. Like, so mm-hmm. many sponsors and everything on these cars. and Yeah. Just a lot of money not only put into it, but a lot of money earned as well. And, uh, you know, those cars aren't cheap that they build, you know?
2: No, they're not. They're really not. Um,
0: And uh, one more thing from the sports world before we get to our mystery clip this week. Uh-huh. We got uh, in 1987, Mike Tyson outpointing Tony Tucker in 12 rounds in a heavyweight boxing unification match matchup in Las Vegas, and he was the first to own all three major belts: the WBA, the WBC, and the IBF titles all simultaneously. So, um, I wonder. Crazy if, to think, yeah. um, what that guy would have did. I know. Stayed out of jail. Kept his head straight.
2: You know what? Part of you know.
0: I think he lost his passion too. Oh, I
2: agree. I agree because he. Well, I think he lost his passion after Don King. Yeah,
0: good point. You know, because then it became more of a money. Yeah, you're right. It became it became a
2: business, like we were talking about in basketball, and uh, and Don King. uh, I mean, let's face it. He, you know, he theoretically raped him. I mean. You know, yeah. where he just kind of, he, he just took him for all he his money. Him. He used them. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. So um, now there was a, there was a guy I played softball with um, back in the day in, uh, and he was from Lancaster. Uh, his name was Louis Ramos, I think it was.
1: Okay.
2: And, uh, and he actually was a boxer and he had Don King promoting him. He really, he did. And, uh, and he was, he, I mean, he was a lightweight, he was a really good boxer and, uh, mm-hmm. and he, he was actually playing softball with us and he was like, um, same deal. You know, he's, mm-hmm. he's not, he doesn't have money today because of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a shame. it is a shame. It is a shame. But yeah, I think, I think, uh, Mike Tyson, people don't realize, people don't, have any clue some some of the folks that didn't grow up watching him how Mm -hmm. dominant he really was
0: yeah how his opposition
2: was was afraid to be in the ring with him
0: and literally like the fight could be over one punch it was literally i mean i mean like literally one punch he could hit you with one of his uppercuts you were done Uh well how many of
2: those fights lasted like 30 seconds a lot yeah and people kept buying them. Yep, you know it,
0: I, and because I'll tell you, you what—I was it. on board. I
2: always made sure I watched them.
0: You didn't want to miss if the next guy he was going to knock out in and, in no. and, um, one round, you know? No, exactly. And I did
2: actually watch the Buster Douglas fight live. Did you really? I did. I mean, not in person, but on TV. Right, 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 right. And, right, right. Um, but but yeah, that to me, even to this day, that's like one of the biggest shocks in boxing history during my lifetime
0: uh what year would have that been 89 90 somewhere around there
2: i think it was early 90s yeah. i want to say because um, i'm pretty
0: sure i remember for whatever reason being at my cousin's the day it happened and being okay. only you know 9 10 11 years old whatever it was yeah and you know and, what? while we're talking i'm gonna try yeah. to pull that up um, okay and i just remember like thinking like like hearing this and i'm like not even being a big boxing fan at that age, not even but I'm just like, what? Tyson lost. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> you know, like it, it was it was it was shocking. It was a big deal. It was yeah. Nobody expected him to lose to the best Douglas. Nobody. No. You
2: oh, know? Yeah. And it, actually, and it, um February eleventh,
0: nineteen ninety. I thought it was 90. Yeah. Yeah. And that was so that would have been right after um Oh no, I'm probably wrong. Never mind.
2: Okay. That would have been before the
0: Gulf War. Yes, that would oh, have been before yeah, the Gulf War. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I was thinking that was during the Gulf War, but no, that would have been before it. Huh. Because 90, 90, the February of 91 would have been when the golf War was going strong. Okay. Am I right? Um, I think so. The I only mean, reason I remember that is because the Bills and the Giants played in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was the 1990-91 season.
2: I think you're right, because um, I do remember being in high school, but I, I mean, I graduated in 92. And, yeah. And I think I was like about a sophomore, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that sounds about right to me. But anyway, yeah. with, you know, with Tyson, like, yeah, I mean, that guy, he he had the capability to just be absolutely dominant in that <laughs> sport. Absolutely dominant. Yeah. and oh, um yeah. When when Buster Douglas beat him and I can't remember the guy we were talking about um a few weeks ago, the boxer, that it was famous, but then we only came to come to remember oh. he became famous because he defeated Ali and took his title. Um
2: It wasn't Joe Fraser, remember who that was? Was, it? was it
0: Spinks? Was it Spinks?
2: I think it might either yeah, I think it might have been Spinks.
0: Um I'll have to look now as we're talking, but um <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it was Sphinx. It was Sphinx. Because he had just died February of this year. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. And you know, think about how how popular Mike Tyson was when he fought Buster Douglas. Do you realize Mike Tyson was only 23 years old?
0: Get out. When he lost to Buster Douglas. So that was 1990, he's 23. So in 87, as a unified champion... He was
2: eighteen? No. Oh, wait, twenty in
0: twenty three eighty seven. So So three years he said, so he said ninety he would have been twenty. Yeah, twenty years old. Yeah. Twenty years old as a unified champion. Wow.
2: Wow. I mean holding
0: all the major all the major belts at that point. Jeez. Twenty years old. And just and just what? Five years before that? Street kid barely getting by, you know, like
2: Yeah. Yeah, coming from the where did he come from? The um not the Adirondacks, but
0: uh what was it? Are you sure
2: it wasn't? Oh wait, maybe it was, now that I think about it. Or the Catskills.
0: Catskills.
2: That's what it was. Okay. It was Catskills. Yeah, the Catskill Mountain area. But uh Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean a kid who I mean, well you think about it, a lot of these boxers, they are they kinda of grow up in the streets and that's how they get their toughness, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Wow.
0: So, I guess moving on. Um, yeah. We've already wasted so much time here, so let's move on. We'll, uh, <laughs> hey, let's take our break, and then we'll come back with uh, this week's mystery clip.
2: All right, that sounds like a plan. So we'll be right back after this brief message. <laughs> tell you what there are so many kids out there that have no Ooh. idea i have no idea yeah. what that could be and how None. how important it was to our childhood troy
0: absolutely i mean huge right and yeah. uh, what were we listening to there howie
2: well we were listening to the um to the theme music from the mtv which you would near i guess you would hear that every top of the hour
0: yeah yeah for the like most their, part uh, yeah, that probably was like their station trailer, their yeah. station identification type thing. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah,
2: that was that was the uh, MTV music television. By the way, when it was actually music television. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I know I've said this in the past, but I I mean I would always there were times where I would just sit in front of the TV and just watch videos
0: all day long. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely, I w- I would as well. And and the reason that we're uh, talking about this today, and we've talked about this before, but the reason we're talking about it specifically today. Uh huh. Is because um, on this day in 1981, August 1st, MTV premiered at 12:01 a.m. Wow! And uh, of course, we've said this before too, Hallie. But what was the first one played?
2: Oh, um, something killed the video, killed video, the radio. Yeah, so. video by killed the radio by the Buggles. Yes, and yeah, uh, so. oh my gosh, 40 years ago! Do you believe that? 40 years ago. Yeah.
0: That's incredible. That's incredible. 40 <laughs> years ago, and, and you know. As we're talking about this now today, Uh I can't believe we haven't heard anything where they're going to do some sort of special thing for this, unless they are and I'm missing it.
2: Well, Um, I mean, do we really watch MTV anymore?
0: I mean, not for music.
2: (laughs) No. You know what I do watch MTV for? And uh, I'll be curious to hear your thoughts on this. But, um, oh, um, what is that show called? Um, Shoot, it's where they... Are trying to find
0: like if someone's being fake catfish oh catfish yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah i'll watch yeah. i'll watch uh, my wife would watch that and then um as she watched it i would watch it with her occasionally okay um uh, but yeah that was that's an interesting show for sure yeah, yeah. it
2: is i actually had that on my dvr and uh and i'll nice. watch that i'll have to check now i'll have to pay attention to see if there's any commercials on any anniversary situation going
0: yeah. on yeah yeah i can't believe that 40 years you would think they'd do something special
2: <sighs> i know I know.
0: But uh um, but yeah,
2: MTV, man, what a what a blast from the past.
0: It sure is. I <laughs> I, I miss it. I, I mean and I told you um I don't remember what channel it is, but they are looking at doing um uh, VH one. I can't remember the name of the show. vh one doing um the shows about um
2: this yeah it's about the history of uh
0: of how the band came to be or whatever and i can't think of the name i I can't remember what it's called oh my god you guys
2: are just going to listen to previous shows (laughs) so you hear it but
0: uh we're we're such professionals i'll tell you what
2: that's right we do it right (laughs) (laughs) Oh well you know what hey we're recording our second show in a row we're we're a little tired what can we say right
0: it's getting a little late. Um, I mean, he's doing this as he's driving back from vacation. So.
2: <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think I'm somewhere in Maryland right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well,
0: yes. let's, uh, let's wrap this up with a little, uh, where are they now?
2: Yes. Right. And let's go with the music of past with this person. And we'll see if you can get who this is. It's almost like a slash where are they now slash mystery clip. Wait till it gets to the chorus, at least, right? I
0: know, but this this is incredible. Like, uh, I'm not ashamed to say I had to say. <laughs> I'm not.
2: All right, I'm I a like fan it. of it's Debbie Gibson. Like I'm a yeah. fan of her. Here it is.
0: About this, if we were gonna play it, is um actually the songwriter of that that's I did I would have never have guessed but she she wrote that song yeah. 16 years old
2: 16 years old uh, that's that's talent I wonder how much uh, play she had in the video too as far as you know yeah, I don't. what's a video have? <laughs> <laughs> that thing that was on that show that I just played the music to oh,
1: okay,
0: okay yeah right,
2: yeah right. MTV uh, but yeah I mean the video is kind of interesting She's having a dream She's on the beach She's actually waking up On the beach mm-hmm. And yeah It's kind of uh, That's kind of What my dream is Right now
0: You're <laughs> <So. laughs> dreaming of Going back there As you're driving away from <laughs> That's
2: right That's right
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Hey that's how I was When I just left there A few weeks ago oh, So uh, I, I know what you're feeling Yeah for um, sure So yeah So, so Deborah Gibson um, You know She's had an interesting life um, And we'll talk a little bit about her past Before we get to where she is now Yeah um, But this this album that she um, She came out with here If I'm not mistaken I think it's called Out of the Blue Yeah, Out of the Blue uh-huh. And, um, you know She wrote a few of the songs on here um, This this um, was recorded in 86 and 87 It was released in 1987 huh. uh, That single, the single that you just heard That we just played yep. Was released in December of 86 and that was her debut single. And uh, wow. she also had hits on there, Shake Your Love. Uh, Foolish Beat was a big one there she had on that album. Uh-huh.
2: Um, and you know what? She and, she made other appearances in earlier 2000 as well. Um, um, she did? Yeah, she did. Okay. Uh, you know, she – she uh, I don't know how well they did, but she, you know, colored lights in 2003. Um mm-hmm. Miss Vocalist was released in 2010. Uh, you okay. know what? It looks like um, it's a collection of Japanese-English language hits. So it sounds yeah. like she continued to be a hit in Japan.
0: Yeah, well, I remember there was this period there in the uh, mid to late 90s where she kind of wanted to move out of her teen phase. Her, so I remember she was going by Deborah for a while yeah yeah um and i think she was trying to look more adult um trying to get a different um portray a different image i guess is what, what you could say um she did have a stint where she um she was in playboy i don't remember what year that was
2: i don't either uh, she... and um well i'll leave that for side notes but go ahead <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean she's she's done well for herself.
2: Yeah, um, she has. one
0: quick thing again before we get into what she's doing now, I, I thought this was kind of odd. I won't use the word funny anymore. Um, since she's been uh, the target of a few stalkers. Wow. So um, Robert Barda, convicted of murdering actress Rebecca Shaker in 1989. Oh my gosh. Had a wall in his house adorned with pictures of Gibson and, and Tiffany uh, Darroch, who we talked yeah. about weeks ago, Tiffany. Um, and then in May of 98, Michael Faulkner, a disgruntled fan from Eau Claire, Wisconsin, was arrested outside Manhattan Palace Theater where Gibson was performing in the live musical adaptation of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Huh. And this was after she received threatening letters, emails, and faxes from Faulkner who used the Elias Starcade. Okay. And then in, in 2008, Gibson filed for a restraining order against Spanish taxi driver Jorge dollars. Oh my! Who had stalked her since 2002? Huh. Um. So. Um. Yeah. Um. That's kind of crazy to uh, to think that she had all these people stalking yeah, her.
2: Yeah. Um. And you had mentioned but, about uh, her going as uh, uh, Deborah Gibson, and I'm actually playing yes. uh music of her Deborah Gibson time. She's actually doing a uh, duet. It's called Say Goodbye with Jordan Knight, of all people. Yeah, I've
0: heard that. And uh, I I saw this listed in here. Was that... uh, That was in 2006. Yeah. She reached number 24 on the U.S. Adult Contemporary Chart with Say Goodbye, a duet with Jordan Knight. And uh, Jordan Knight of uh, New Kids in the Block, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, um, you know... Two people coming together, you know, they probably. I wouldn't imagine. I would imagine they probably toured together at one time. Yeah, right. Pretty popular at the same time. (laughs) I would think so. Um, But here they are, you know, sixteen years after they're hitting it big, twenty years after they're hitting it big and doing a song together, they're on the adult (laughs) contemporary charts. Yeah. So. um, So the question now, Howie, is uh, (laughs) where is she now? Right.
2: Well, where is she now? I mean, she, uh, like I said, she kind of continued making appearances throughout the years. And, uh, and she actually appeared in some acting roles, uh, including a, a number of films. Uh, in fact, have you ever heard of the Mega Shark Versus series? Um, yeah, I mean, that was, uh, I guess she did three of those movies. and um, Okay. And then uh, she also appeared on TV, which this shocked me because I don't remember her on this because I used to watch this show, Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah. she does
0: have a listing there. Um, In 1991, she was on the episode East Side Story. Yeah, I don't remember that.
2: Yeah, I don't either. Um, That 80s show in 2002. And then Mm -hmm. uh, her most recent TV appearance was Dancing uh, with the Stars in 2017. Uh, But as far as chart success, it's been over 25 years. Um, But, you know, she still records music. In 2019, she made her big comeback with her new single, girls night out mm-hmm. and uh and her most recent one which is this year 2021 she released her first studio album of uh, new material which is uh the body remembers for, awesome for 20 years so uh wow
0: so she's still doing and okay I'm, and if i'm not mistaken how you have a little clip of that right
2: um yeah i sure of do one of,
0: one of her new songs right um yep one step
2: closer is what it's called Okay. Here it is. It's
0: a little bit of a sultry video for her for her age, I guess you can say. Mhm. And she'll be celebrating a birthday at the end of the month. She'll be 51 years old on August 31st. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, she still looks great. She looks absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: She's got a unique, a unique sound now. I don't know what to
0: even make of it. But yeah, she definitely um, seems to be kind of making a comeback here, right?
2: She is, Um, and I did and I did share with you like her net worth before, and uh, it's a little shocking. You
0: surprised me by this. Um, So you know, leave you a little bit of a pause here, but we're talking about her net worth, and I'm thinking, hey, she was pretty big in the '80s. Uh Uh, She did, she did Playboy. Um, she kind of, you know, faded away a little bit, but tried a little bit, you know, s- to stay relevant. Um, yeah, you know, releasing some albums, maybe not hitting charts like she wanted to, but still releasing some albums. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, worst case scenario, she's probably in the thirty to forty million range, yeah. something like that. And I just kind of lowballed it when you asked me, and I said, okay, let's go ten million. Yep. And I was surprised to hear it was even lower than that.
2: Yeah, two million dollars.
0: That, Two million dollars. Yeah. I mean, that shocks me. It does. It shocks me too. And um, there had to be some mismanagement of money there because mm-hmm. there's no way that she wasn't pulling in more cash yeah. than that. I know?
2: wonder if she just had like an expensive lifestyle. You know, she might have. She might have. And think about it too. Um, she was 16 when she really was big. Uh, yeah, so, so how we, much of that money went to her
0: parents and Exactly, such,
2: right? and who else was managing her money and, and my immediate thought Goes to Britney Spears You know yeah. So uh, Yeah, so, but yeah I mean, she's still, I mean, she seems happy She seems like she's doing okay for herself I mean, I wish I was worth Two million dollars, I guess
0: I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be upset
2: <laughs> Yeah, so I guess I wouldn't argue if I were In, in those shoes, per se uh, but yeah, so uh, that is Debbie Gibson, and and what was that again? Where is she now? Where are they now? <laughs>
0: yeah, I, 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 you you lost me there. You could have just took over my segment. If you I
2: would. know. I didn't want to do it, Troy. This is all you.
0: Uh, it's all good though. We got to get you in one of the outtakes when we do this.
2: <laughs> Maybe we can do it
0: uh, together.
2: And that was where are they now? And then we'll have yeah to exactly. That we something. could do that. Um, yeah. Maybe we need to save that for our 100th episode. Ah, there we go. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. We got
0: to start, start doing the math and figure out when that is.
2: Yep, we will. We definitely will. <laughs> well, you think about it, we, we, uh, we were I just... I mean, that's going to
0: take us to what? Like April of next year? Somewhere around I there? I would
2: think somewhere around there because we, you know, we got started in the end of May. Um, and this is
0: including our football segment shows, by the yeah, way. Yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly. But uh but yeah, the end of May and then um that was what about twenty seven, twenty-eight weeks. Yeah. Uh give or take. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then then you got thirty ish. So we're we're probably around fifty eight. We're over the mid we're over the halfway point. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we sure
2: are. Yeah, so we'll get there. So so probably almost probably sometime in June now that I think about it.
0: Uh no. If there's 52 weeks in a year, it would probably be more like April, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Because if
0: you you could, you would take four weeks off,
2: but it wouldn't um, be exactly two years. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, don't make me do math this late at night, Troy. While you're driving. <laughs> While I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> And it's probably (laughs) pouring down rain right now as we're speaking. I'm guessing it's probably pouring down rain somewhere (laughs) around Maryland. And I'm probably slowed up in traffic. You know, uh, things were probably at a standstill. You know how it Uh, goes. It's never as good coming back.
0: I hope your vacation was awesome. Um, Me too. (laughs) And, you know, unfortunately, you know, as as this episode's wrapping up, like – Punching towards the end of summer, and yeah, uh, we are.
2: Oh my god! But you know what? The end of summer, but the beginning of the NFL. That's true. uh, And boy, do we have a lot to talk about for Week One, don't we? We do,
0: and uh, got a lot of weeks to talk about. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yes, we do. It's going to be an interesting. Um, It's going to be an interesting. So maybe
0: we'll have a little wager. You know, I uh, think so. Maybe we'll look into something. Maybe one of us has to sing on this podcast or something.
2: <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to sing the, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. Maybe I'll have you sing Black and Yellow by Wiz Khalifa. Okay.
0: okay. And, 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 I mean, uh, that's my specialty. <laughs> I mean, that, that's my go-to at karaoke. So. There you go. That's what I figured. <laughs> uh,
2: and I can't think of a Buffalo Bills um
0: um i can't either uh um, i'm sure we can you know, well they, they have they have their uh their shout song the one they they sing after the touchdowns which is uh just to take off the Isley brother shout song from oh. uh, however many years ago you know you okay. make me want to oh yeah 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 one. so um okay. you know you could do that one if you wanted to um uh, well, i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll play around and we'll figure it out yeah but, we'll um, figure it out we got we got to figure out another thing is um when we're going to have our episode, when we're going to uh, do our predictions for the season, we'll pick our uh, what we yes. think our teams are going to set up in the records, the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. Super Bowl winners. Um, and I think even last year we did uh, pick some, like our MVP picks and stuff like that. I think right? We, I think did. we did. I think we did. Yeah. So, and you know what? We never revisited that. We should probably go back and try to find that episode.
2: Yeah,
0: and uh, see how well we did. <laughs>
2: At the very least, we need to write them down this time around.
0: <laughs> agreed, agreed. Maybe, maybe we could post them to one of our social media pages. That's a good and then idea. that way there's proof of it. You yes, know? I like that. So, yeah. So, um, but anyway, that wraps up this week's show. Yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you tell a friend. Uh, you know, share the news, share what you're hearing here. And uh, yeah, if you like what you're hearing, share it. I mean,
2: even if uh, even if you don't like us, and you think somebody else will. Let them know, and uh, I mean, we're just a couple of people just hanging out and talking and chatting it up. And uh, hey, if you own a Fortune 500 company, you know we we, <laughs> we wouldn't mind a little donation thrown our way either.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Howie has more drones he needs to buy. So. Exactly,
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I need I need to fund my lifestyle here, people. I don't want to be the next Debbie Gibson.
0: Oh my! Yeah, you can't you can't settle
2: for being worth only two million. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I I need to keep my my net worth in at least uh, you know eight digits.
0: So. <laughs> uh, well, uh. you know. You were just enjoying your yacht down there on your way back from vacation, so.
2: <laughs> I should have just taken the yacht all the way up to Jersey or something.
0: You could. I mean, you have you have Wi-Fi on your yacht, so why didn't you just do a broadcast from your Wi-Fi? That's a good your yacht?
2: question. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> what
0: was I thinking? <laughs> oh, uh, my.
2: The SS Howie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, in this case, in that case, uh, what, uh, was it a three hour tour?
2: <laughs> I was just thinking that you were saying that I was how like, how many least... years
0: were they stuck on that Island?
2: Um, too many years with all the, the furniture and clothing they ever needed for that entire lifespan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. oh man.
0: Well like, well, like I said, that concludes this episode. And, uh, we've we hope, said it hope all. You, again, we hope you enjoyed and, uh, you know, being serious, um, uh, everybody for tuning in we do appreciate it mm-hmm. we appreciate the support we do have a nice following of listeners we and we appreciate everybody that is uh tuning in every week and listening to our shows and um we just ask that if you are enjoying it that you, you just tell some people about it you know have mm-hmm. them you know leave reviews you know that'll help us too you know whether you leave a review on one of the podcast sites or if you leave yeah. a review even just on our facebook page or whatever yeah. Uh, just leave a review and, and let us know what you think and let us know uh if you have any suggestions for and us. And
2: let your friends know we are the real deal. All right. Yes. Simple holy that.
0: Holyfield.
2: <laughs> That's right. We are the real deal. We are no Buster Douglas. We're no one hit wonder. All right. We are the real deal. So with that being said. You folks have a great rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you again. And probably the next podcast, uh, maybe I'll share a little bit of uh, what I did on my yacht. I mean, vacation. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Until next time. Yeah. Stay tuned.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode. Please like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. Email us, StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. And uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on, Google, Apple, Spotify, Uh, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And until next week, stay tuned.